If you are a businesswoman working to amplify your six and seven figure business from success to significance, then you know it's not just about the right strategies or the right tactics. It's more and more about high caliber people around you, your team, your collaborators, and advisors that can open doors for you and widen your reach. Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast with your hosts, Dr. Monica Ogando and Amy Walker. everybody to another episode of your circle of influence you guys the b-roll is where it's at really <laughs> we, we're gonna have to post it some other time we are talking today with your co-host dr monica ogando and our lovely co-host amy walker you, we gotta tell them the backstory we do monica goes okay i'll introduce us and then you take the episode and i was like okay great and then she pushes play and she just looks at me like go I'm like, you just said you were going to kick us off. So we've been laughing for like five minutes oh and to the point where I'm like, what are we even talking about anymore today? <laughs> we're talking about year end reviews. That's what we're talking yes. about. And uh, it's, you know, it's December. We're going into the home stretch and we're, this is the time where you need to make sure that you're really reviewing this year. Now, I plan for the new year around September, October, mm -hmm. but I review the current year at this time of year, and then I make addendums to the plan. Um, and the reason for that is because there's an energy that comes with the end of the year. It is a mm -hmm. reflective time. Mm -hmm. um, for me, by choice, it's also a time where, uh, like right now, it's crazy. But in a couple of weeks, it's going to be, I'm going to slow things down um, on purpose. I'm going to do less. I'm going to be with family. I'm going to be reflective. And so my my mind is always a couple of weeks ahead of my schedule. And I'm already in that space where I'm starting to think through like, okay, what what has this year felt like to me? What, how has it been fulfilling? How has it not been fulfilling? Where have I over contributed? Where have I under contributed? What's working for me? What's not working for me? What do I want? What do I not want? Mm -hmm. And so this is just a really natural time of year to do that year end review. And uh, Monica and I have similar, but different processes. And so I just wanted to share that for those yeah. of you who um, are new to following us. If you've been here before, uh, we did this episode again last year, but we'll see how it's changed which yeah. is always interesting. So I like that you said uh, the thing about planning for the following year in September, et cetera. Every year in September, um, with some exceptions, we have taken a group of people to Egypt for Sacred Mystery School tour, myself and my co-facilitator, Natalie Oliver Atherton. And one of the things that is so unique about that, or I should say maybe it's more like a homecoming, is that September marks like the fall equinox happens around September 20th, 21st. And the fall equinox, if you can just imagine the energy of the sun, right? The, the, the beginning of the fall is really the beginning of the fall of the sun's energy, right? Uh, at the equinox levels, the sun is equidistant from the North Pole and the South Pole. And then when it begins to, when fall comes, then it starts weakening in its energy. And that's leading up to winter when we have the shortest day of the year and the longest night. And so from an energy standpoint, in terms of just work, living in and with 
the planet and living in and with the energy of of our of our life-giving you know earth and sun um the fall is when you plan for the next harvest, right? Mm-hmm. The the summer's over, the harvest has been put away, the mason jars have been filled. <laughs> and now it's like, okay, so what's next, right? And so to your point, by the time that December comes, um, this is the time to, to do some clearing. It's like you have a plan in your mind and you have an idea of where you're going. Okay, what, what's in the way? How, what data have you collected from the previous year so that you can make whatever tweaks you need available, right? Um, for me, it is a clearing time, and we we've gone into this. I have a course called Seasonal Planning, and it's and it's just about this, right? Uh, and so, when you can see with your data what has worked, the three questions that I always ask in all of those processes: what has worked, what didn't work, and what was missing. What worked was something that was present and effective, right? Mm-hmm. So we want to do more of that. We want to continue that, and we want to take it to the next level. What didn't work was something that was present, but ineffective. And so we want to quit that, right? And then what was missing is something that would have been effective had it been present. So we want to start those things, right? So it's it's another take on the whole start, stop, continue. And yeah. it allows you to then create uh, a game plan based on that data. You're not just pulling ideas out of the, out of the air. It's based on your results. It's based on feedback and it's based on where you already are and where you're going. Yeah, I love it. Um, okay, so here's my process that I kind of go through. So number one is I do this uh, for business and then I also do like a spiritual check-in this time of year as well. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to the check-in for business, I, I start with success as well. Um, and then I go into retire, create, repeat, and then gaps. So retire are things that like they may have served me well in the past, but it's time to retire them. Mm-hmm. And one of the things I think we do as business owners is we feel like because it worked then, we should continue to try to make it work now. But when you look at it in terms of retirement, it shifts it from I need to fix this and keep this going like the the guy who you know will continually repair the broken lawnmower instead of buying a new one because yeah. like I'm gonna keep it going yes. <laughs> versus looking at it and saying I'm so grateful that that lawnmower worked for as long as it did let's get a new one yes. you know um so that's what I look for in retiring are things that like they're just the the returns are diminishing to the point where it's no longer worth the effort that we're putting out even if it was great in the past um the next thing that I am gonna look at is. Uh, what do we want to create? So I get excited about creation. It's my favorite part of my business. And I have in the past overcreated to the point where it was not productive. So <laughs> me spending some time looking back and saying, what did we create? What do we want to create is really helpful at not going into overcreation. Because if mm-hmm. I create more uh, products or more services than I have the bandwidth to sell, then I've just wasted time and I've spread my team too thin. And so that what, you know, what did we create that's working well? What do we want to create moving forward? It keeps mm-hmm. me in balance because mm-hmm. otherwise I'd spend all my time in creation. Mm-hmm. Um, repeat. So I think the repeat is the part that you're just like, it's working well, don't mess with it. Right. As an creator, I have a tendency to take what's working well and try to innovate it. And it's wasted effort 
there's a certain part of your business that just needs to be on lather, rinse, repeat, and you don't need to do a lot to it. And that's the creation work that you did years ago that's not yet ready to retire. It's still in its prime. Leave it alone Mm -hmm. (laughs) and be conscientious about what needs to be left alone um, and so that you can use your creative energy in the most important places. Um, Then I look at the kind of the gaps, which is, what do I, what are the skills that we need for where we're going that we don't currently own? And how, what's our plan for getting those skills? Because you're either going to um, learn those skills through coaching or um, you're going to hire those skills through team members or you're going to outsource those skills through consultants. So, and there's really only three ways that you're going. I can't think of another. I mean, I really have, I, I love the idea that I could listen to uh, audiobooks while I'm sleeping and that I would learn it. But I've tried several times and it doesn't actually work for me. I feel like it should be possible, but I haven't reached that level of consciousness yet. And what happens is I just wake up at 3 a.m. and I'm like, what are these doing in my ears? (laughs) Anyway, um, but I, I haven't yet reached that ability to learn without actively learning. So it's, am I going to hire a coach to teach me? Am I going to hire a team member to do it? Or am I going to outsource to a consultant who's going to bring it in place and, you know, bring the process, teach my team, mm-hmm. but it's going to be one of those three ways. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what I do on the business side. Now on the spiritual side, this is where I look at how aligned am I? And um, I, this is something I think we should do on a daily basis. Look at our alignment and be like, okay, am I feeling aligned? Where am I on track? Where am I off track? But there's a bigger one at the end of the year that happens. And um, it's a season that, you know, as a Christian, this is a really reflective time. It's a time of gratitude. It's a time of celebration. And it's a time of like remembering the, the core of what my belief system is. Mm-hmm. So it kind of happens naturally this time of year. Um, and then again, I do this in the spring and then again, I do it in the early fall. So I have three like big checkpoints a year where it's like, I do this exercise that I call uh, bringing it to the table or bringing it to the chopping block, which is I'll put literally all of myself, all of my life, all of my creations on the table. And I'm like, okay, God reorganize, uh, mm-hmm. show me what should no longer be on my t- table. Mm-hmm. Um, show me what's gotten dirty and needs to be cleaned off. Like maybe uh, my core relationship has let some resentment build up and I need to clean off the resentment or, you know, maybe, um, my, uh, sense of purpose has gotten, uh, covered in comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's a cleanup time and it's like, show me what's on the table that needs cleanup. Show me what's off the table that should no longer be here. And, um, show me what you want added to my table. Yeah. Um, because every, it's kind of like, if I go too long without doing that, my, my alignment of what I desire with God's purpose gets a little out of whack. And then it's all about what I want. And I need to come back to that again and be like, okay, you have purpose for me. I have desires for me. Are they the same? Mm-hmm. Are they different? Mm-hmm. Like, what do I need to do here just to kind of bring it all back together? Yeah. So that's kind of my year end review purpose is I do the, I do the business review, do the spiritual review make changes to the plan and then move into the new year, just excited. Mm -hmm. Um, And also if I'm being totally honest, tired because 
December. I don't know what's up with schools and teachers and activity coordinators, but I think that it's like they try to punish us right before the holiday and stress us out as much as possible. (laughs) It is getting better though, because I only have three that are still in school now. So instead of, you know, like five times the concerts, the parties, the this, the that, we're down to three. So I'm getting a little more breathing room. Yes. Yes. Uh, I also think that it's such a curious paradox. Um, I have an idea of why that is, but it's such a curious paradox that the time when we should be the quietest is when society ramps it up in terms of like, right. So um, when the sun is going down and you have the fall and the winter and it is time for going in, being internal, internally focused, being quiet, staying inside, (laughs) right? At least in the Northern hemisphere, this is the time it's like, no, you be outside. Party after party after party and holiday party and this and the other and caroling and the this and the candy and the sugar and the cookies and the cake and the bits and you're hopped up on sugar, which I call the legal crack. Um and and all this like external stimulation of the social interactions, et cetera, et cetera, when you really should be um enjoying your own company. Um and I think that's on purpose. I think that you know, when when you are not following your own internal um, energy system and when you're not following the the system that is aligned with nature like all of nature is operating under that same vibration and you over here going off the other direction no wonder you feel so misaligned right and so that part of that year under view is also about your energy signature mm-hmm. uh, one of the things that I do with my my private clients when when we do a leadership assessment for example or when we take on their team or when we do some some reorganization with like mergers and acquisitions or things like that it sounds really basic. And that's typically the feedback that I get from my clients. Like, You're really, we're going to do this thing, the time log. But there's a twist because I don't, I don't just want you to write down from what time to what time you did such, such activity or you worked on such and such project or you handled such and such call. I also want you to write down, how did you feel about it energetically? Mm-hmm. Because one of the reasons why sometimes a project takes so long is because you're in resistance to it. One of the reasons why, uh, you know, something that would have taken five minutes to somebody with a greater skill took you three hours is because that's not your gift. That's not your genius. It's not your ministry. You shouldn't be handling that task. You you should delegate or pass it off or outsource it altogether, right? And so when we can track the time and what we spend it on and how we felt and, and what was our energy around it, then we, to your point about gaps, right? We can identify those gaps and be able to see what skill do I need or what team member do I need or uh, what's a better system or process to be put in place so that um, this thing can be smoother and so that there's a better use of my time because that is the only non-renewable resource that you have. You can always yeah. make more money, but you're not going to be able to get more time back. And Amen. The, and the energy that you spend and trying to handle something um, is also non-renewable, right? You don't you don't get to you create energy, right? But the but the energy that you spent on something else that's that's spent. You you're not gonna get that. Yeah. Um, the the best like, way that you can alchemize it or metabolize it even would be to then take the feedback and make better decisions. Yes, I love it. Um, you know the last thing that I think I want to put onto my year end review this year is um, I, I really, I was talking with Heather, who's one of my, one of our team members at Amy Walker consulting. Mm -hmm. And um, she was saying, she keeps this 
a success evidence journal Mm -hmm. where she like documents all of the amazing things that have happened. So when she has those moments of like imposter syndrome creeping in or fear or self-doubt, she goes to her success journal and she just looks through at all of the accomplishments and it shifts into gratitude. And I was like, that's a really good idea. I'm going to do that. I have not yet done that. So Uh (laughs) I'm going to add that in just to like actually take stock because this has been a massive year where I spent a good chunk of it outside of my comfort zone in the growth zone. Mm-hmm. And I just want to take a pause to reflect back and be like, look at how we've grown. Look yeah. Grown. Because uh, I'll need, I know I need that reminder um, in the future to just, mm-hmm. there's, there's those pivotal moments in life where you're like, this was one of those moments looking back that was a changing point. Yeah. And I feel like this year has been that for me. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I love it. I love it. Thank you, everybody, for being here with us today. And we would love to hear your feedback about how you conduct your year interviews. What are the things that you put in your process? And what are the things that you might be able to learn from all that we've shared today with our processes? Make sure that you leave your comment down below. And of course, as always, follow us on social media. Uh, Amy is at Amy Walker Coach on Instagram. And I am at Monica Ogando. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear your feedback and to get connected elsewhere. Thanks, everybody. Thank you.